Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 5, 6-11 Resist the roaring lion. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Yesterday, I mentioned that Satan's primary work is to keep us in darkness. And then once we cross into the light, he simply becomes annoying, uh, as our text here says, like a roaring lion. Uh, it's interesting that this passage is also uh, couched in the conversation around humility, which is the opposite of pride. Uh, the mighty hand of God would lift us up. Uh, very similar to the conversation in James. Uh, we're told to uh, not allow anxiety to wear us down, but to remember that God cares for us. Now, in the context of this passage, it appears that people were experiencing some kind of suffering. And uh, I'm guessing that... Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how to unfold this, but Paul says after you have suffered a little while, after he mentions this one um, who prowls like a lion seeking to devour, seems like the sources of suffering are being initiated by the evil one. Uh, for whatever reason, God is allowing them in his sovereignty. But the enemy seeks, he's prowling for someone to devour. It's interesting. Uh, Peter here is not talking to unbelievers. This is a warning to believers that the enemy will use a tool of suffering. And this is why I often say I want to take authority against the pot shots of the enemy, which are just meant for annoying suffering. If God has an assignment of suffering for me that's going to bring glory to Jesus, somehow participating and sharing in his sufferings, uh, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad for God's grace in those moments, but I don't want to simply be uh, exposed to the pot shots of the enemy. And so Peter says here, be sober-minded, be watchful. It, it's a language of alertness for people that are uh, in some way at risk. Remember, the prowling one seeks to devour. I love the way that Peter finishes with this great declaration, to him be dominion forever and ever. Uh, he's reminding us that Christ is the one who has dominion, who is in authority position, who has taken the throne. So there's nothing arbitrary about any of this, though it does feel like when the enemy gets a, uh, a shot at us, sometimes it can feel ar arbitrary. What I hear uh, Peter saying is, and I guess this would be my so what, is a call to alertness once again. See, each time that these epistles bring out a notion 
about darkness, there is language about being ready, being alert. Uh, here we're to be sober-minded and to be watchful. Uh, the now what is a simple reminder that today I'm in spiritual warfare. Uh, I would love to take a vacation from it one day, but even when I'm on vacation, the enemy is there. And so warfare uh, is all around me and I don't want to give him access. I want to live out of the fullness of who Christ is. I want to live out of the fullness of the bounty of who God is. Uh, and that is something that I can experience even when things aren't going my way and I'm experiencing suffering. And so, Lord, today we press into you. We humble ourselves before your mighty hand. Uh, we cast our anxieties on you. We stand alert, our eyes wide open, sober-minded, watchful, knowing that our enemy wants to devour. We don't want to give him too much focus. We want to give you the focus, Lord. But in giving you the focus, would you quicken us by your spirit when the enemy is just prowling around us? And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.